Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. That's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time for part one of the mailbag. We're going to do part two as we usually do as part of our pregame report tomorrow. But today we're doing a special mailbag part one because there were so many questions. Of course, for that, we bring in the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all of that, a very big deal. Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's going on, buddy? Um, not too much, you know, just uh, getting ready for this uh, weekend of NFL Saturday and just, just three more games left to the Jets so we can focus on only the good teams and then focus on the offseason. Hopefully the Jets will be one of the good teams that we focus on at some point because it would be nice for these games to matter beyond draft position, which they haven't for the last couple of years. But if they want to get to that point, they're going to have to get a really good coach. And here's one that somebody suggests. John Filippelli says, I know this won't happen, but let's say the Rams allow Sean McVay to leave. What would you be willing to give up to get him? I'm going to go back to the first part of what you said. I know this won't happen because it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's definitely not happening. Uh, he, he's not leaving there. Uh, you'd have to give up something crazy and... I really, I do not like this idea of trading draft picks for coaches unless, you know, I, I mean, I, I would trade something for McVay, but I don't know what I'm trading. One's like, I don't know. I, I, I like, sure, I'll give up a third for McVay, but it's going to cost you more than that. I don't know how I feel about the idea of trading firsts for coaches unless, unless I'm t- we're talking Belichick. I normally would be with you on not wanting to trade anything for a coach, but this would save us from the Johnsons being involved in hiring a coach. So with that in mind, I think it would probably be worth it. I don't think there's any chance that he's going to be available in a trade, but if he was, I would advocate doing it for that reason. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. Um, My brain hadn't gotten that far along in the down the path of that thought to, to reach that same conclusion as you, but I would have gotten there. You're right. The reason your brain didn't get to that point, Chris, is because there's no way that Sean McVay is going to be available. Yeah. 
So that's really what it comes down to. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He says, do you think we will ever see trades in the NFL like the NBA where GMs put pick protections on them? Also, do you think the draft will be like the NBA draft last year with Lawrence and Fields being like Zion and Morant going one and two and both teams end up happy? Who do you think is the more generational talent, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback or Zion Williamson in basketball? So three-part question here. I don't think teams are going to put protections on their draft picks, but I don't think it's the worst idea. Obviously, we've seen NBA teams save themselves by doing that. The Nets are a team that would have been in even worse shape, if you can believe it, if they hadn't done that at a certain point. So you would think that there are teams that would follow that model, but I guess until one team steps up and tries to do it, you're not going to see that. As far as the NBA draft with the one and the two with Lawrence and Fields as opposed to Zion and Morant, certainly possible. It really depends on how Lawrence and Fields do. It's easier to say with Zion and John Morant already because they've had a season where they showed you what they could do. If Lawrence and Fields live up to what we think they can be, then sure, that could be the situation. And who's a more generational talent, Trevor Lawrence or Zion Williamson? It's a tough one because, again, we've already seen Zion Williamson succeed to some extent in the NBA. We haven't seen it yet with Trevor Lawrence. In terms of raw talent, they're both excellent. Zion Williamson has the injury concerns, so that's one thing that might hold him back. But Trevor Lawrence is at a position that's so important in his particular sport that it probably transcends Zion Williamson. But again, it's going to depend on what Trevor Lawrence actually becomes once he steps on an NFL field. With Zion Williamson, still a long way to go, but he has at least already shown you some level of success in the pros. Yeah, so we'll start with the the comparing Zion and John Morant to Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. It's it's going to be similar. It's not. It's never going to have the same feel with the NFL and the NBA though, because even when we're talking about quarterbacks, it's still one of eleven. Uh, where basketball, you get that one guy, and that you know you stick LeBron on any team, and they're going to the playoffs as long as he's healthy. That doesn't happen in football, so it that impact is always going to be a little bit greater in the NBA. Um, but it does, it's going to have a little bit of that field to it. It's Justin Fields. It's I'll put it this way: Justin Fields is a hell of a consolation prize. And then behind that. Right now, I think it looks like Zach Wilson will be a, a hell of a third place consolation prize. <clears throat> so there is going to be a little bit of that, you know, Jags fans. If if it ends up going Jets one and Jags two, Jags fans will probably be all right with, uh, you know, oh well, at least we got Justin Fields here. Then probably not going to be as upset. Definitely not as upset if Trevor uh, Lawrence was the only one really in there. Pick protection is an interesting idea. I mean, I guess sort of NFL kind of does that already, just uh, the opposite direction where it's like a conditional pick. But you're talking more about just like trading a first rounder and being like top 10, top five protected. I, I, that is an interesting idea why we wouldn't see that. Um, but yeah, I could, I could absolutely see a team trying to – I don't know if there's anything in the CBA that would, uh, you know – that from happening but maybe that's the case but i could certainly see a team trying to do that um you know <clears throat> look at seattle this year they had to trade the, uh, the ones for jamal they could have easily been like all right well we don't want to trade this uh and the off chance russ gets hurt 
and then we end up with a top five draft pick. Or the Texans are a better example when they traded for uh, Laramie Tunsley. And now look at them, and the Dolphins are going to get a high draft pick because of it. So a team would like to do that, sure. Um, but I, you're going to have to get somebody to agree with to that before it's ever going to be common practice. So <clears throat> I, I wouldn't expect to see it anytime soon. But I, w- I certainly wouldn't be surprised if somebody attempted to try it. As far as, uh, again, it's a difficult comparison, NBA, uh, NFL. Um, the thing with Zion that makes me want to lean a little bit more towards him here is not just the impact of basketball, but also the uniqueness of Zion because he's kind of like a, a even more athletic Charles Barkley. He's undersized. He's kind of round, and, but the way he can jump and, and just – he's a unique player, so – but I, I think if which person do I think will be like higher on the all-time list when it's all said and done for their careers, I think I'd lean Trevor if that's the way we're going with it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from J.P. Waxer. He says, this team has their Debrickishaw Ferguson. Now they need their Nick Mangold. Wouldn't you consider using the second first-round pick on a Warrior center prospect along the lines of what Nick Mangold was when he came out in 2006? First of all, as much as I think Mekhi Becton is awesome, and I think he already has shown that he has potential to be better than Debrickishaw Ferguson pretty quickly, he has had some durability issues early on, and Debrickishaw Ferguson never missed a game in his NFL career, so let's wait and see on that one, because Ferguson played for 10 years uninterrupted, and as great as I think Becton is... Injuries could hold him back, just like they could hold you back, because if you get injured due to somebody else's negligence, it could be a life-changing event. And when that happens, you want a strong legal team fighting for you to make sure you receive full compensation for your injuries. You want to be able to call your legal team whenever you want. You don't want your file to be on a shelf with hundreds of others, and you don't want your lawyers to be afraid to go to court. 
Here's what you do want. The legal team at Faruqi and Faruqi, they give every client their personal cell phone number to call 24-7. They limit the number of clients they represent at one time so they can give you proper personal attention. They've got a long track record of taking on insurance companies, corporations, and the government in court. And the best part is they've got a long track record of winning. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Learn more about them at nylegalteam.com. That's nylegalteam.com. And like I said, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, 10 years, never missed the game. He and Nick Mangold gave the Jets anchors on that offensive line for a really long period of time. So sure, if they can get a center who they think could be like Nick Mangold, for instance, Creed Humphrey, then absolutely you consider it with that second pick in the first round. But I don't know that they see somebody like Creed Humphrey as being that good of a prospect. There could be other guys that they like at other positions that they need. So I wouldn't be against it if they feel that somebody fits that bill, but I wouldn't be trying to force it just because you want to get a center. Yeah, uh, absolutely go first uh, center if there's one there that you want. But really, you need inside offensive line. Uh, you could definitely, if there's a right tackle you like there, you take that too. But any of the guard position center, that works as well. Um, but again, it's going to depend on how the board falls, who, what players are available. Um, you know, maybe, maybe there's a wide receiver there you want to take and then you want to go offensive line next. But I'm going Trevor Lawrence or, you know, assuming they get the first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. Then those next like three, four picks, I'm going offensive line and wide receiver. That's what I'm doing with those picks. Next question comes in from Coffee and Jets. He says, last year I bought a Jamal Adams jersey. This year I bought a Sam Darnold jersey. Whose Jets career should I torpedo next year? <laughs> hmm, That's a good question. Who on the Jets should you torpedo? Well, you don't want to torpedo any of the young guys. So which of the older veterans are going to be around that you would want to torpedo? See, that's the problem, Chris, because there's not really anybody on this roster right now that I'm 100% sure is going to be here that you'd want to torpedo. This isn't a situation like a couple of years ago where the obvious answer was Tremaine Johnson. I can't think of anybody that is definitely going to be here who's super unlikable. So I don't really have an answer for you. That's a, I, I hadn't thought about that until now, but they're really that's that's weird. There's always at least one person on the team that fans just irrationally hate, it, or there's even uh, it's I won't even say irrationally, but they take it to an irrational level. Um, and now they're oh, we're all dealing with a team that could be zero and sixteen, and I don't think there is anybody like that. That could just be because people are just have given up and are like, I like Frank Gore might be that option if uh, right now if teams you know fans didn't want Frank Gore running the ball because it gives them a better chance to lose. But yeah, that's weird. Maybe go go the throwback route from now on. Yeah, just to add to your point, Chris, even if people were pissed about Frank Gore, he's not going to be here next year, so right. you can't buy the jersey and ruin him next year. It's the same thing with Pierre Desir. Desir was the guy that Jets fans irrationally hated. Now, I was not a fan of Mr. Desir. 
I wouldn't say I hated him. I would say I despised the way he played, but he was never going to be here next year, so he wouldn't have applied to this question either. That's really the problem. There isn't anybody under contract like we saw with Tremaine Johnson who got a huge contract and was going to be stuck here for a while and fans wanted him gone the second his contract got to the point where it was going to be palatable to release him. There's no one like that right now, so I don't really know what the answer would be. Next question comes in from David O'Rourke. He wants to know if this 0-13 Jets team played against the 1-15 Jets team that Rich Kotite coached in 1996, who would win? The only thing that makes this interesting is the coaching matchup because if you look at the talent on the 96 Jets, far superior to the 2020 Jets. It's not even close. I've joked many times that you could make a decent argument that the Jets had three wide receivers, Keyshawn Johnson, Wayne Corbett, and Jeff Graham, who could have been a number one receiver on this particular team. The offensive line had just been beefed up with Jumbo Elliott and David Williams. Adrian Morrell was a really good running back. Neil O'Donnell, while not great, was certainly better than what we've seen out of Sam Darnold this season. You take a look on the defensive side of the ball, you had Mo Lewis, Aaron Glenn, Marcus Coleman. There were some really good players there. Ray Mickens, it's not even close in terms of talent level. The only thing that might make this an interesting matchup is the fact that Rich Kotite is, if not the worst coach in NFL history, probably second. It's either him or Hugh Jackson, I would say, are the two worst coaches who ever coached in the NFL. So as bad as Gase was, I think Kotite was significantly worse because of the fact that he took a team with that much talent to a 1-15 record. So if they went head-to-head, I'm tempted to say that the 96 Jets would win just because of the talent disparity, but Kotite was so inept that I'm not entirely sure. I was just going to say that just going to the uh, 96 Jets can just throw to Keyshawn 20 times game, get like four of them for a touchdown and win the game. But you can't even bank on Kotite doing that right. So, <laughs> I don't know. This, how about this? It, it's a scoreless tie after overtime. <laughs> I like it. Next question comes in from James Ash. He says, Howie Roseman is getting a lot of heat for the sharp decline of the Eagles roster, and rightfully so, since he's the GM. However, Joe Douglas played an important role in their drafts that haven't panned out. Should Jets fans be concerned? See, the problem with this is that we have no idea exactly what Joe Douglas was responsible for in terms of players that were drafted and acquired when he was in Philly. We know that he was Roseman's right-hand man, but how many of those calls were made by Roseman? How many players were specifically recommended by Douglas that Roseman went with? How many players did Douglas recommend that Roseman didn't take? This is why it's very difficult. You have to sort of get in the weeds and talk to people that worked in that front office and get a better idea of exactly what Joe Douglas did, which I assume is part of what the Jets did during the process of deciding to hire Joe Douglas, in addition to, of course, talking to people like Ozzie Newsome and Eric DaCosta in Baltimore, and then even finding out what Joe Douglas was responsible for in Chicago, which I'm sure Adam Gase could have helped them out with. So this is a tough question. I suppose there's a reason to be concerned for the simple fact that, as you said, Philly seems to be cratering downwards, and Douglas was in a high position in that front office, so there's a level of uncertainty. But if you look at Douglas's draft this past year, so far it looks pretty solid. Time will tell how it ultimately turns out. So I wouldn't be too concerned just yet, but I could see where you might be a little bit nervous just because of what's going on in Philly right now and the fact that we don't have a complete picture of what Joe Douglas was responsible for there. 
Yeah, I'm going to echo everything you said about the trickiness of trying to judge uh, Joe Douglas with the Eagles draft class. We don't know which ones were his picks, which ones he recommended, and Harry Roseman went with, went against. One thing, like, you you would think Dillard is probably on him, right? Otherwise, if Dillard wasn't on him, then you got to think maybe he didn't really have much of a say at all in there. Um, But it's just a really tricky uh, game to do. And then also, if you look at the Eagles, they they have a lot of problems, and a lot of them are – players they went after not working out but they've also had crazy injury problems and they've also went and after winning that Super Bowl went after it they were very aggressive in spending and making moves to try to compete right away and I think that you know I I always applaud when people do that they kept trying to go for it put the pedal on the gas they had some injuries Carson Wentz uh, slipped a little bit and he was dealing with injuries and it didn't work out, and now they're paying the price for that. I think that, more than anything else, is really what got them. And I don't have a problem with with doing that. They had just won a Super Bowl, and they were trying to go for a second in a short amount of time. So it, it didn't work out, and I think they're feeling the repercussions of that now, but I think that's what it was for. So I don't think that's you can really do that. And, I mean, you can, but you're going to drive yourself crazy with this. It's like trying to, uh, you know, <clears throat> trying to play uh, rock, paper, scissors with somebody and you try to out, outthink yourself. You go, okay, well, I think he, can, he probably was responsible for this one, but that one, but you don't have any idea. So you're just going to drive yourself crazy. All you can do <clears throat> is judge him on his Jets draft picks right now. And like you said, right now, the, the majority of them is looking pretty good especially those top two, and those are the ones that matter more than anything else. And then, you know, we know we, uh, the man looks fine. think you're going to have something, Ash and Davis. That's that's a good enough haul. Uh, Beckton Mims, Ash Davis, a man for me in his first draft. And then this offseason, we're going to see how he spends his money. Because drafting is obviously a huge part, and Jets fans know this because they haven't had a GM who could draft. But just as importantly is choosing – wisely when it comes to spending and free agency uh you can't get the truman uh, johnson truman johnson uh, contracts you gotta hit those just like you gotta hit draft picks so we're gonna get a a, a, a good good look at what joe douglas is about this offseason and then the results from that i think will give us enough to be like all right this is he's he's something to feel good about or something to start worrying about That's going to wrap up the mailbag for today. We'll answer a couple more questions tomorrow when we do the pregame report. In the meantime, make sure that you're reading Chris's very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com and following him on Twitter at CNibley and at JetsInsider. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.